Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Freshman 15 Podcast. Ben Schnopper here. And Colin Bass, welcome <laughs> back. Here we are. Welcome back. Here we are. And here's a special guest for you in the form of author and social media influencer, Lauren Kinney. Lauren, thanks so much for joining the show today. How's it going? What's up, guys? I'm so excited to be here. Oh my gosh, thanks for joining us. This is so exciting. Um, recently, we kind of encountered you in a new way. Uh, you're now a chef. Tell us a little bit about your yeah, chef experience. Yeah. <laughs> so our listeners may or may not know this, but Vinch's brother is also my boyfriend. Wait. Whoa, wait. <laughs> Did he not tell me? Hold on. Run it back. Run so it back. we've been cooking for a lot of Vinch's friends this semester. In fact, today, as we are recording this, it is Super Bowl Sunday, so we are making a taco bar. So I had to put a pause on the meat I was making and just pop in for a quick podcast recording, and then I will head back to the taco bar. I hope that doesn't burn. I I think it should be good. If if it's Lauren Kinney, you know it's going to be quality. Uh, Obviously, an author of the book Unshakable, a book about the freshman experience. So what better person to collaborate with than someone who knows ins and out of the freshman experience and grew a lot from it. So Lauren, uh, just take this opportunity to share a little bit about your book and uh, some of the main takeaways from it for anyone interested in checking it out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my college experience didn't go at all like I expected. So instead of lifelong friends, a new BFF roommate, social stuff every weekend, I ended up feeling a lot of loneliness and anxiety and felt overwhelmed all the time. So this college experience I dreamed of wasn't ever what I thought it was going to be. Um, and here's a really quick story from the book. You probably have never heard this from an author, but I actually hate the first four chapters of my book. How about that? I'm about to tell you why. Oh my gosh, here we go. So the first time I ever heard God speak, I was nine years old and my brother and I were out riding bikes in our neighborhood Mm -hmm. and I heard a tire screech and I just heard this voice in the back of my head. And now as I'm older, I kind of knew, okay, I think this was a nudge from the Holy Spirit, but I just heard this voice in my head that said, Lauren, you need to go back. And so I turned the corner. This is kind of weird. I'm nine. This is weird, really. And I turned the corner and my dad was holding my brother who had just been run over by a car in my driveway. And it was since that time in life that I knew God is someone that I can trust. And while I was writing this book, Unshakable, I remember reading through the first four chapters and thinking, these are hard chapters. Like, these are not things I want to share with people. This is really hard stuff. And it tells of all these broken dreams I had and all of these not picture perfect moments I wanted to post on Instagram. So I remember sitting there and thinking, man, God, I really want people to know you and read this book. But man, I'm really scared. They're not even going to get through the first four chapters. What if I do? And I remember God just said, Lauren, I am present in the first four chapters too. And I literally remember writing that down on my manuscript and thinking, okay, I'm going to put these out. And what's funny about that, guys, is that those first four chapters are the most relatable to anyone who's read the book because Mm -hmm. they're hard things. They're really vulnerable things. But the same God that is showing up in your next eight chapters, so maybe you're listening right now and you are absolutely thriving, you're loving college, this is like the best days of your life, you're having so much fun, or you are down in the pit and you are really struggling this year with anxiety Mm -hmm. or loneliness. Um, Maybe you didn't get a bid for the sorority you wanted. Maybe things are not going your way, but the same God that is showing up in the next eight chapters of your life is the same God who is showing up in the four that you might be stuck in right now. Mm -hmm. So I want our listeners to know today that 
Jesus is present in your first four chapters or your next eight. He's the same God. He's going to be sovereign and he is with you every day. And so Mm -hmm. it was out of that concept that this idea for unshakable came out of, but also the fact that as college students, vulnerability is so important. It's so important to sit across from people and be open about what you're experiencing, to be honest um, and say, hey, I'm experiencing experiencing anxiety today. I'm feeling lonely Um, and also be afraid Um, it's really easy to be afraid that people are going to listen to that and they're going to run the opposite direction. And so Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of courage to say, Hey, I'm not doing okay. And that is actually, actually okay. Like it is okay to feel that way. Um, and also have the courage to know that people aren't going to run away. So finding a community of people that you love and trust is also really important. Right. And I think it's such an interesting dichotomy. Like you said, the first four chapters versus the next eight chapters and how it's going to apply to somebody in some way, regardless of what chapter, so to say, they are in in their life. And so I know you said the first time you felt God speak was that, you know, kind of life-changing moment when you're nine. But my question to you, you know, after after reading the book, and I know you go into more detail uh, in the book, but what kind of change between, you know, the first four chapters and the next eight um, kind of walk us through what changed for you? And now, you know, four years removed from it as an actual graduate of Baylor can pause for that. that. Uh, What what changed? Uh, Looking back on it, what changed? Yeah, well, let me share another quick story. There was one night freshman year that I wanted to go to a worship night on campus that we at Baylor here know is vertical. And at this point in time, vertical is at the track field. And I remember I had texted about 10 friends and no one wanted to go with me. I'm sure people listening right now can relate to that. Nobody's (laughs) free, but you do not want to show up alone. So I show up to this thing. So I feel like God's like, you need to go. So I show up, I go into the track stands and I'm just looking for someone who doesn't look alone. And so I sit by this girl close enough to where it's not like creepy. Right. Also like, I think we've we, all came, been there. we came yeah. here you know, yeah. together, right? So I sit by her Well, I look up at the first worship song and she's gone. And now I'm like, oh gosh, I still look alone. Like it just felt like <laughs> a punch in the gut. And I stand there. Um, the worship night continues. And at the end of the night, the guy giving the message was like, Hey guys, it's church night. And whether you are a freshman or a senior, you should check out these church booths and you should just see if there's a church that you like and, Mm -hmm. you know, hang out with people and talk to them about it. So I took a few courageous steps forward. And I remember walking up to this booth and there was this girl wearing glasses and a red plaid shirt who stepped out from behind the booth, shook my hand. We started talking. Well, I asked her to get coffee. That girl, we never stopped getting coffee. We became the roommates for the next two years of college. There you go. So it's like, one, I think what's funny about that is that so often we make bravery out to be this like huge monumentous thing. Yeah, like. yeah. And sometimes it just takes a few steps forward. Um, so I think that was, that story I love was just because like God's faithfulness in that moment was so cool. And oftentimes we get in our car and we cry and we never hit the gas pedal and we never move forward. But it's those times in our lives that, you know, the enemy makes for destruction. God ends up redeeming those moments and can do something really cool with those things. So what's really cool just about that story is not only is it so important to take those small steps of courage, but also I remember a few weeks later sitting across from my future roommate and thinking, okay, I can either answer the question, hey, how are you doing? 
I can be really honest and I can say, listen, I'm not doing really well right now. Or I can be like, oh, I'm fine. I'm totally thriving when I'm like totally not. (laughs) And I remember thinking she has two choices right now. She can get up and run the opposite direction at Common Grounds or she can sit there and she can be like, yeah, like I'm going to be here for you. And I'm not scared of what you're feeling right now. And I'm going to encourage you through it. So that was ended up what happening and why we started to live together. So it was so cool just in that moment, um, just thanking God for those small moments of redemption. Mm-hmm. But they don't always happen. Sometimes we have to walk in obedience anyway, and we're not promised a great reward. But I think God is just so sweet in those ways that the moments that we never would have expected, that we really don't want to show up to something or talk to someone or do something uncomfortable that he can use for redemption. That's an awesome perspective there. And uh, just kind of reminds me a little bit, just the beginning of that story. Remember that time, Colin? It was Pazuki night, and we called 10 people, and nobody went to Pazuki night with us. Yeah. Odd tangent, but a very great perspective there, Lauren, <laughs> on that. And I know that um, your book, I want to talk about that a little bit more and the impact that it's had on people. Uh, I just think it's cool. Sometimes I'll just go around campus and I'll see people reading the book or people that like some of my high school friends back home and they don't go to Baylor, but they, they know you and they know your book and it's had some kind of impact on them. So what's it like almost, um, you know, walking around campus and seeing people reading your book or maybe seeing it on an Instagram story? Like how, how does that feel, that rewarding experience, knowing that your story matters so much to where other people feel like it's going to impact theirs? Sure. Well, I remember when I started writing Unshakable, just thinking, is anyone going to care about my story? Is anyone like actually going to read it or buy the book or listen to it or whatever? Are people actually going to feel this way? And the more people I sat next to or across from at Common Grounds or whatever else favorite coffee shop is here, um, but definitely Common Grounds. (laughs) (laughs) If you're not aware, Lauren Kinney lives at Common Grounds. Uh, If you walk in, she'll probably be sitting at one of a few tables. Come say hi. Oh my yeah. gosh, literally nothing I would love more. She'll sign your book for um, sure. <laughs> I literally, okay, at some point this semester, I actually want to just post on Instagram and say, hey, I have like 30 copies. Just come get a free giveaway. Come on. I love giving books away. Let's go. So, um, anyway, actually, as a special deal for y'all, if you are a listener of Binge and Bass and you love this podcast and you've taken time out of your day to subscribe to the podcast, which you can do on Apple Podcasts, that would be awesome. Um, come DM me on Instagram. I'm Lauren at Lauren and Kenny DM me. And if you are on campus at Baylor, I will have a unshakable book signed for you. you oh, contact me and we'll set up the deets, but Too seriously, easy. guys, I believe in this resource so much. Like I truly believe that God allowed me and was like, Lauren, you should write this book, um, to help people. And it's had an impact on people's lives. And I'm not like, there's a difference between, you know, like being humble, but also like, realizing the work that you do have an impact it can help people and that's totally okay to say so i'm serious like if that i totally believe it's a resource that will bless you that will help you um if you are really feeling down in the dumps about your college experience um i hear from people nearly every day in my insta dms and my facebook um how this book has helped them it's helped them step out of the fear that trapped them and consumed them for so long and is now helping them walk in freedom of who God made them to be. Mm-hmm. And I really, last week we, t- we talked to Mr. Brad Livingstone and he just talked about little things that you can do each day to just kind of make a little impact. He mentioned a little story with us after, after the podcast and just kind of mentioned that this one day he sat down with a random uh, girl at lunch at the high school he used to work at and just asked her how she was doing. Two minute conversation. They got up and went their separate
separate ways, never thought anything else about it. And then four years later, her senior year, she ended up writing an essay on him, the tall, crazy guy who sat down with her the first day mm -hmm. and how it changed her entire life experience because she never wanted to be there. It was a school her parents made her go to. He just sat down, took two minutes with her. And like you said, maybe maybe God's calling you to write a book. Maybe God's calling you to, calling you to start a My Girl Tea company. Maybe God's <laughs> calling you to do something else. Or maybe God's know. just calling you to sit down with that random little little person at lunch and just get give them a little uh, br brightness in their day. But whatever it is, take that little voice in the back of your head and give God the chance to move through you because there's something significant about all your actions you do every single day. And you might not, re you might realize it or you might not, but um, little impacts every day can really change somebody's life. Oh, I love that. And okay, I'll take this moment to brag on Will Knopper, who's in the other room, probably oh, also laughing. making the taco bar. But <laughs> Colin, coming soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Colin makes a great point here, but also like the small steps of faithfulness are so mm -hmm. important too. Like, I think that we think, ah, I want to make a really big impact for God. I'm going to go start a podcast, which is awesome. That's what these are doing, <laughs> yeah. and they're awesome. Well, thank you. Um, or I want to go write a book or whatever, which are totally great things. But also, like Colin said, sitting next to that girl at lunch, um, feeling maybe a prompt to go pray for someone on campus yeah. or whatever. Those are awesome. And I have seen no one demonstrate those small acts of faithfulness more than Will Nopper. Um, Will is an accounting major, like totally brainy, an Excel wizard, as Excel. we would say. Excel wizard. My favorite He's part thing Excel. about Will, and I might be biased because I'm dating him, but this man is totally like in love with Jesus, but also takes the small steps of obedience, like has never been out to do something so big. Like that's how my brain just naturally thinks because hashtag Enneagram 3. Hashtag but, unshakable. <laughs> Come on. But also like for those listening right now who are like, oh, I don't want to do a podcast. I don't feel like I have the resources to write a book. You are not like left out of this conversation at all. Like there are people in the world that we need to do those small acts of faithfulness. And that's been something that I've been wanting to work on more this year of taking the opportunity to do those small things. I mean, what's that saying? Do small things with great love. If we can do those things, like those things add up. And I mean, that's what Jesus did for his people. So um, I just think that is so important for those listening who are like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Can I make a difference? I'm not as cool as Benjamin Bass. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. Can I make a Stop. difference? Um, but yes, you so can right where you are. I mean, you are right where you are for a reason. And I, God has you there to um, just spread joy and love and to help his people know him more through you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's our stated purpose of this is to spread joy and find purpose in the college experience. And uh, I'm so glad we got to have you on here, Lauren, because I, I don't know, not, now that I think about it, I see you every day, but I, I can't think of a better person to join the show and offer perspective on those things than someone who actually went through the freshman year and it might not have always been sunshine and daisies. There were some growth periods along the way. And uh, I love what you mentioned though about making the most of what you have, doing the small things with great love. Uh, so important. And uh, as we reach the 15 minute buzzer, I'm going to refrain from going on another 15 minutes about the Enneagram <laughs> 3 because I know we could talk about that for hours. Check but... us on the Instagram story for that one. Yes, on. at Benjamin Bass. And uh, we're going to take Lauren up on that giveaway. We did, we had no part in organizing that, but <laughs> hey, she said it and we're going to do it. So be sure you're following at Benjamin Bass on Instagram for that giveaway. Uh, you're not going to want to miss a copy of Unshakable by Lauren Kinney. And Lauren Kinney, thank you so much for spending 15 minutes of your time with us today. We loved every every second of it. Thanks for having me, guys. And until next time, finish the offer. You call it bad. See y'all next week. See you next week.